This is the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Hockey is more than a game. It's a lifestyle. It's you, the diehard supportive fans, your favorite players who are on the team you cheer for and the organization who supports them. The companies that make your gear, bags, and beer league sweaters, the hockey moms and hockey dads, and everything else that makes this House of Hockey your home. Come on in. I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. And And this this is is our our house. house. Welcome to the House of Hockey podcast. This is episode 88. I'm one of your hosts, Ray Ray. And I'm my other host, Breezy. And we got a lot of hockey news that just happened this past week. We Uh, do. So let's dive into it. Yeah. What do you want to start with? I think we need to start with a positive with the... Your Kings are on a win streak? Yeah, seven in a row as of today. Uh, They are playing the Winnipeg Jets tonight. Uh, Hopefully they can get their eighth win, uh, close out the road trip. Uh, I think it's really good for the boys to be able to get these wins on the road. I think it's super important. Uh, One thing to note is Drew Doughty is still out of the lineup. And there is a lot of chatter that uh, Drew Doughty may be um, people referring to him as the cat. So when the cat's away, the mice will play. So that's why they're saying that the Kings are playing so well. Uh, it's very interesting to see uh, a lot of these Kings fans say some of the things like that. Um, I don't know, but I mean, if the Kings can keep playing this well and if Drew Doughty can come back and add to it, they could be uh, a force to be reckoned with. But I will say that the, I've I've been looking at the NHL standings and to see everyone at the top is crazy. I mean, the Ducks were in a rebuild. They're super high up at the top. The Oilers are doing really well. And then you're seeing Seattle's way down low. Vegas is below. Uh, I know the Leafs, the Kings, and the Preds are all neck and neck with each other right now. So it's kind of cool. But uh, it's an interesting season to see so many teams up in the rankings where they were so low before and last season. So uh, super exciting for the Kings. I'm it, They're very exciting to watch. I don't know. We were chatting this week um, about just, you know, the Kings and the Blackhawks and try to watch each other's teams play. So yeah, uh, yeah. it's exciting to watch for sure. It is the king of uh, the Kings. Yep. The Kings are on a win streak. So I take back whatever I said after the second episode of the season started because they had like won the first game and then they took a total nose bomb dive and now they're back on the, on the up. So your prediction of the Kings potentially being really good this season is proving to maybe becoming more true. Yeah, we'll see. I think uh, Phil Deneau is a, huge asset uh this offseason to add to the team and I think the chemistry uh is definitely there I think he's vibing with a lot of other players and kind of being that little uh bridge between the younger players and the veteran players because he's kind of in that sweet spot of that age so I think he's kind of bringing everyone together and um not to put all the pressure on his shoulders but I definitely think um He's having he's playing a huge role uh, with the team, which is really, really exciting to see. Yeah. Well, an exciting role with the Blackhawks is the new coach, Derek King. I think it honestly, 
all of this needed to happen with the Blackhawks. Every everybody had to go. We had to just start over. We had to start from a clean slate. Given everything that went on, they've won the last three since the new coach has taken or the interim coach has taken over. The boys are definitely look a little happier on the ice and <laughs> just sort of glad to be there and playing. And and I think a lot of it has to do with just all that stuff being somewhat behind them now and having a new coach and some new blood and some new energy and new leadership, I think just makes a big difference. And somebody whose performance this season and even last season on the Blackhawks that's really been surprising is Alex Dabrinkit. He has really, really grown as a player from over the last like four, three or four seasons. I mean, he was very inconsistent previously and he's really found his confidence, I think, on the ice. And when he plays with Kane and, you know, him and Kane have a really good dynamic together on the ice and it's it's good to see. And then Strom got a goal last night and there's been all kinds of chatter about possibly him leaving the team, trading him and him not performing, but him not being given the ice time. We're paying him a ton of money to be there and he wasn't being given the time on the ice and all those kinds of things. So to see it all starting to come together has been refreshing, but I am keeping my optimism and pessimism at a complete balance <laughs> side by side. I have not committed to saying anything that like, we're going to do great this season now. Uh, it's just good to see this. You need the wins. And that's, that's where we're at there. This is what the Hawks need. I think it's a breath of fresh air and, um, yeah, you got to get them up on the standings. I love uh, a good rivalry uh, with the Blackhawks. So yeah, at we got to get them up. At least they beat the worst team in the Central. They beat the Coyote, the Yotes. You know, like if they had lost to the Yotes, that would have been a re- that would have been a really telltale sign that this that the season was lost. And it was <laughs> like nice there for a minute because the yeah, Coyotes tied it up, and I was like. Ooh. I know. <laughs> it's not like we're winning these games either, though, like in regulation time and like by, you know, two goals. Uh, it's not we're not there. We're not there yet. But the, we'll t- I'll take the wins and we'll we'll put that cap feather <laughs> in the cap and we're going to send it on the, our way. You know, there you go. That's send it I, on the way. That's and, what I got uh, there. The Blue Jackets are going to be sending uh, Rick Nash's number to the rafters, speaking of sending on the way. Uh, Did you watch that video of his reaction? uh, No, I I saw it and I meant to go back and watch it. Was he like crying or just shocked or what? Uh, Well, he was in an interview and they called him in for a team meeting. Everyone was there and uh he was kind of just like sitting arms crossed up again leaning up against the wall and when they had said his number he kind of like was like whoa what and then uh when they announced that they were he was going to be the first uh and only player to wear that number uh, and the number was heading up to the rafters he got uh i think he was shocked uh, (laughs) for the most part Uh, i didn't i don't remember seeing many tears but he i definitely think he was uh emotional but 
tearless at the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, I could be wrong about that, but his family uh, showed up and uh, it was really cool to see. He he tried to talk a little bit, but I think in any situation like that, when you are emotional, he kept looking down, like petting his head, his kid's head. So uh, (laughs) yeah, it was really cool. I think it's for sure. Yeah, if he is going to be the first player number raised to the rafters in nationwide arena. So does yes. that mean he's the first Blue Jackets to ever be retired? His number? Yes. yes. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't like misreading that. That's a huge deal. It's huge. Absolutely. That's that's going to be happening March 5th of next year, 2022, and That is pretty exciting. Rick Nash leads the organization, the Columbus Blue Jackets, in every significant stat category and managed to do so during the weaker earlier years of the team's history. So, yeah, I think we should retire his number. (laughs) I would think so. And another uh, number that will probably be retired uh, is going to be Alex Ovechkin. Oh, duh. uh, Who officially just past uh, Brett Holtz, uh fourth in all-time goals. So he scored his uh, 742nd goal this past week. That's only going to keep climbing. I think he still has a few years under his belt of playing hockey. So uh, we'll see oh, if yeah. he can catch the great one. Oh, he, yeah. He could. He, could. He, he totally can. And I would say he will at least beat Yager. Yager is number three in all-time goals and he's got like 766 or something like that so Ovi that'll be beat this season for sure yeah Uh, if he's healthy it will be beat this season um it's just insane that's another way how many other goals is that that he would have to make that's like 24 goals yeah I think that's doable for him I think it's it is that would be like a pretty solid season for just like any player to have what, so how many goals has he had so far this season? Like six or eight or something like that, maybe? I'm not too sure, to be honest. Four, I, it can't be more than eight. So to have like a 20, th- just, let's just call it 30. Let's have a 30-goal season. That's yeah. like for any sort of star player. That's Isn't a- the average close to 50 a season? I could be wrong, and I'm sure. <laughs> that's so many that. goals. No. I wouldn't be surprised. I think he hit that a couple see I don't know. I'm probably talking about my freaking butt no, right no, now. <laughs> it's possible. No, it's very possible. Um, yeah. It's definitely fun to watch. And I think this is a record that has, it, I think it's going to be getting the attention of sort of people not even interested in hockey because it's been such a long time that we've had even this rumbling of some giant almost impossible record to break um, in a lot of the sports. So I I think it's going to be fun to to continue to watch over the next couple seasons because he's not going to do it this year um, or even next season. I I mean, so we've got a ways to go with this. (laughs) Yeah. But, hey, I'm excited to see it. Anything can happen. And uh, I don't know. Yeah. You know, anything can happen like Shaquille O'Neal opening a chicken stand at the New Islanders arena at UBS Arena. I saw like, that. I was like, what? what? A... <laughs> so bizarre. And then, and then I had to read into it and I was like, well, this is the second one. So his first one was in uh, the Climate Change Arena in Seattle. Uh, they have their very own chicken sandwich there. I think 
or maybe they didn't have their very own, but the Islanders have their very own. Um, and I put down what is on the sandwich. It's called the Islander. Called the Islander. It features a royal blue and orange bagel from the Blue Line Deli and comes with fried chicken, ranch, cream cheese, and pickles. So if any Islanders fans are listening, the restaurant is in section 206. So Okay, I would totally order that. That actually sounds really good. I think you need to go and give us a food review. I will. Okay. I can definitely do that. I'm all for it. I'm 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 a big supporter of Islanders fans. I, I anyway, yes. I think you should do it. You know, people Shaq is actually a really smart businessman. He yeah. has made some significant financial investments in businesses completely unrelated to sports, like the Ring camera. He was one of the founding like investors in Ring and really brought it to where it's at. He is invested, obviously, we've seen him in the general insurance commercials. He's invested in them. And then he's got these, I mean, he's a business guy. And I, I think it's it's funny to see, right? Like, it doesn't make sense to see Shaq in a hard hat in a hockey arena with a chicken sandwich on a bagel, you know, like you don't, like, it's like, what did I just say? What did I just say? Like, all of those things don't go together, um, but they do. And I think that's what makes Shaq just incredible. I agree. episode of the House of Hockey podcast is brought to you by the NHL season is underway and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has unbelievable offers to celebrate the greatest sport on ice. They got that right. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. Doesn't matter if it's a one-time clapper or a deft deflection. However they light up the lamp, you'll win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with daily fantasy sports contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN, throw down any $1 on any NHL game, and win a hundred in free bets if either team scores a goal. This week, one puck in the net gets you a big win with promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5, $5 deposit, and $1 wager required. One per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And speaking of incredible hmm. things, uh, the Bruins and the Oilers just honored the late Colby Cave mm -hmm. uh, by having his wife do the celebratory puck drop. Uh, I don't know if you were able to oh, I did. watch it, oh. um, but it was really, really cool to see uh, the love that she was getting uh, from both teams and from obviously all the fans. But to see her walk back uh, and get a hug from every single Bruin especially Brad Marchand, who obviously had a, a close connection with Colby. They shared a really emotional moment there. Um, I think Don't, just, it's going to make me cry just thinking about it. Like just yeah, watching think, that clip. 
I've yeah. been like super emotional, like heightened emotions the last two days. Don't know why. Sometimes it just happens, right? But yeah. I saw that and I was like, oh, <laughs> just watching yeah. the clip and just seeing the genuine love for right. Colby and for her from the players. Like they mm -hmm. all, it was not just like a, oh, a half-ass, like, I, oh, yeah, let me hug you. I mean, there was, like, pointed words you could see from some of the players being said to her, you know, right. so. And not to mention, she was, like, double-hugging some of the guys. Can you imagine all those great hockey hugs that she was getting? <sighs> I mean, she definitely needed it. Uh, yeah. I think it was a great gesture from both teams. Yeah. Um, and I think that uh, she has so much support, and that's that was just really cool to see. Yeah. And same with Hazy's wife and two boys. Right. Um, that's, I don't know if we've been able to talk about all those. We've talked about that story, but, you know, uh, all, so many of the teams have been honoring uh, mm -hmm. him and her, her and the boys have all been coming and everybody's been showing, you know, so much support to her. And I mean, you love to see it. This is, this is what the hockey community is capable of this kind of support and love. And I think it's a good reminder that we need more of this and less of the things that have gone on with the silencing in, in the hockey culture. And, you know, this is what it's about. Exactly. And the last update I think we have is mm -hmm. Jack Eichel. <gasps> oh my God, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before we talk about his surgery, the welcome from the Vegas Golden Knights when he flew in. If you guys haven't seen this video, it's ridiculous. The like guy in the night uniform outfit is like telling the mascot to go get Jack Eichel's bags out of the car. Eichel is like, you can see he's completely blown away by the like. Confused. He's like, what, what, what's happening? Yeah. Like the ice girls, they're cheering. There's a, like a band and the, there's like all this stuff happening outside of the hotel he's pulling into. And then to see him do the, they have like a siren there. Yeah. Um, he, they had him come in before his surgery and he was pumping up the crowd and running the siren and just like. Talk about a completely different team and fan environment from what he has come from with in Buffalo. I'm sure the whole thing is a complete and utter shock. <laughs> like, <laughs> totally different. All of it is so different. Like, not that one fan base or team is, is better than the other. It's just really different. Like, he's a celebrity in Vegas, right? Like... He's a celebrity, too, in Buffalo, but, like, different kind, you know? Like, that's, like, a different kind of experience, like, post-game with fans kind of conversation than in Vegas, where in Vegas, they're just like, hey, let me take a picture with you, you know? <laughs> Buffalo they're like so can we talk about that play when it was at 13 and 5 in the second period and you saw us the pass and why did you do that you know like it's a, a completely different, different conversation okay sorry yeah. I just had to share that it was insane to oh, see it's okay but uh I was I listened to his ESPN interview that he did when the game was playing mm -hmm. uh and they were kind of hitting him I thought with a little bit of I think that they were trying to dig to get an answer out of him on when he was going to be playing with the team. Mm -hmm. uh, and if 
he's like, yeah, you know, it could be a recovery from six or from three months to six months. He's like, I have a three month checkup. We're going to see from then. And they're like, so are you going to play in the Olympics? And he goes, I would love to, but I just got to get through the surgery. I just got to get healthy. I got to do one thing at a time. Like, so when are you going to be in a night's Jersey? Well, go through this, and it's like, oh my God, stop. Just let the dude do the surgery. You guys knew that he probably would be playing late this season. Right. Uh, I think that the Olympics are probably out of the question for him because not only does he need to do surgery, he needs to recover. He needs to go through therapy. He needs to get back in shape for hockey. He needs to be practicing with the team. I was just like, quit it already, man. Like the guy has waited this long for the surgery he wanted. He has been in pain for months, you know, with all of this. He hasn't played clearly. Like I said last week, he's only 25. The, The goal here is to have a long hockey career the goal is not to get into the olympics or to even play with the knights this season i would imagine like if he's taken it this seriously you know making sure he gets the right surgery and for him he's not going to rush into trying to do anything like that even though that would be of course incredible and why wouldn't he want to of course he's going he's like wants to do all those things but i mean if i i were him i would be like fuck off i let me let me make sure I can just play hockey for five more years, okay? Like let's just let's like put that in perspective. I don't really I'm not really focusing on any of the short term stuff right now. I'm focusing right. on my long term health, guys. I mean, Thanks. thankfully with the Olympic break, um, the season is going to go late into April. So given the time frame, if he's good after three months, if he can go through everything, and then if the Knights make it to the playoffs, which is very probable. He could make it if they get maybe into the second round. Maybe mm-hmm. you could start seeing Jack uh, show up around then. But uh, hopefully it's sooner, obviously, or hopefully not for those who have to face the Knights uh, in a playoff series because it's insane. They're incredibly good, and that's an incredibly hard place to play in for sure. Uh, but I mean, he could be seen this season if he can heal up. I mean, he obviously went through surgery. There were no complications. So that's a very positive thing. Uh, If it only takes three months for him to heal and he can get through it, uh, it's very probable that he's going to play. But I doubt for the Olympics. And I think people just need to uh, not rush it Mm -hmm. because they don't want to see him out. I mean, if he just signed, he's going to be signing a big deal, obviously. We need him healthy. healthy for for a long time and not have him out for multiple months uh, each season because that just defeats the entire purpose of having him. Exactly. Exactly. And he's had his hand a handful of injuries and, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's working really hard. Do you know what surprised me in that video of him in uh, the welcome video from from Vegas, like the whole in in team in game people? Huh. He's really tall. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why I had this preconceived notion that he was not that tall, but he's like over six feet, no? Oh, yeah. Isn't he like 6'2"? Girl, I had no idea. I I just thought that was my... <laughs> I thought, whoa, he's Uh-oh. really tall. Or that camera guy is really... Sh- girl, camera guy or girl is really short because the camera angle was like up at Jack. And I was like... 
is he really that tall? Oh, oh, okay. And he got his hair cut and he like got all all vegified and like ready to go. Barzy might have some competition with the uh, idol. He just might. Barzy, I'm waiting for you. And if not, Jack. <laughs> hey. Oh, gosh, they're so young. I'm so old, Breezy. What do they want with a, a wise woman like me? That's hey. Probably a lot, but. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know if I'm their type. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe you can spoon them away with a nice cannoli. You know, I, I <laughs> let me make you a cannoli, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's that's gonna work. I have a feeling that's that's gonna be my ticket, Breeze. I'm just gonna, gonna be like, you know, I take my cannolis very seriously. Exactly. <laughs> They're gonna be like, is that a sexual joke? No, that is about food, and I take it very seriously. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. All right. Anything else? Uh, no, no, I think we're good until next week. I do too. I'm going to be uh, traveling this week, folks. I will be out of town doing my day job of, of uh, hosting. And I'm sure I'll have some stories from that because there's always stories from that and traveling. So yeah. I'm sure I'll have quite a few things to report back. And then next week, we have a guest on the show, and she is freaking awesome and so cool and so incredible. And she has a crown, and she has hockey skates, and you're going to love that interview. Exactly. And one quick congratulations to the winner of the Dreadnoughts <gasps> jersey that was selected last week. Uh, we obviously picked our winner. So congratulations to them. Thanks to James for uh, for coming on and doing the uh, the giveaway. And thank you for everyone who participated and entered and shared and liked the photo and all of our new followers. Um, it's awesome. Thanks. Hope you love it. Rate and review the podcast if you haven't, guys. If you've got iTunes, we would love it. Uh, give us a five star, just a thumbs up in the in the comments. Anything like that really helps get this podcast out to uh, more people. So thanks for listening. Thanks for coming over to our House of Hockey podcast and hanging out with us. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And in the meantime, you can follow us on social media. Just look for House of Hockey podcast. We'll be back next week.